Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Caribbean Millennials podcast. This is episode 96. Um, sorry you weren't here last week. Your boy took a really long nap and lost track of time. We were celebrating independence. That too, but I took a long nap and yeah. We were thawing out here in Texas. Yeah, we were, we were recovering from a blizzard in it Texas. It wasn't a blizzard, but it felt like a it snowstorm. Started. In Texas. Thank you for all of those who checked in on us. Yeah. I mean, I started to go for me if you're really worried about us. So, you can donate to me to I told help them me we have up. to make them miss us every every so often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like maybe our last missed episode for the year, guys, we, we need to get on our shit. Like, come on. We should have been at 100 already. If I think about it. Everything in its time, my love. He said I didn't mean because when I break up with you all and start my own podcast, the shit you all on me. Oh, minute and you can kick a off the podcast and run it, cause slacker. <laughs> wow. I know, right? How was your week, Danny? How was your independence? Oh Do quiet. you feel independent? Not really. <laughs> Tell me, let's 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 unpack this. T- tell me more. Why do you not feel independent? Uh, it, I don't know. It just feels like uh, myself and, by extension, the country in a really weird place. You so, shackled by the constraints of government. Yeah, and the man, the man, <laughs> Babylon, bald head. Okay, okay. Nah, Babylon not bald. They're not Rasta, <laughs> but they're not bald. <laughs> well, damn. Babylon wears wigs. Does, does, does Babylon have a fade? Nah, Babylon wears wigs. Ooh, wow. change up their looks. Okay, yeah. I said ba- you do Babylon it has a bowl cut. Babylon have many faces. <laughs> there are many faces to Babylon. Okay, okay, yeah. that it's time to make sense. You know, think um, think of the haircut you laugh at. That's Babylon. <laughs> Shit, boy. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the, I think like. People ask, you know, are, are you happy with independence? And then you say no, and then you, they say you're not patriotic. But there's a difference between what? loving What? That doesn't your, mean you're not patriotic. Yeah, exactly. There's a difference between loving your country and where you're from and knowing that it can do better and achieve more and be greater yeah. than what it currently is. So I was happy to celebrate and, you know, share a few pictures, you know, happy with the pride in our music and our and our country and then still i'm like yeah so how do we get to this magical place that we we know that we can reach you're like yeah so now that all this you know um good stuff is then let's let's talk about the the hard stuff exactly and not just for st lucia but the entire caribbean region i feel you i feel you but i guess is it though I, I kind of share your sentiment. Um, it's also a question for, like, when you're in the diaspora, like, what is independence to you? Like, is it just, like, an opportunity to, like, eat your food and, like, you know, like, be in your culture? You know? That's Junior Creole. <laughs> but, I mean, 
is anything you know like it it's not only you know one holiday right that we do that and it's not really a holiday when you live abroad right here's my thing in terms I feel like, of independence like yeah, yeah. C- celebrations yeah um, um so here's my thing i don't think independence should be about that about celebrating your food and that kind of thing. I think independence should be about celebrating the progress your country has made and since it has what, become independent. And, and that's and what I was going to ask ask you because Adani was mentioning about like thinking, you know, what is going to take to get, get us where we want to be, but is independence more a like celebration of how far we have come versus like how far we have to go? Well, I'm just I'm just thinking if we're judging from the last independence, you have taken a step, <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe one backwards. <laughs> I was about to say I don't feel like the independence no, 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 is celebrating it, it, them things. I think people just turning up and blah, and yeah, boy, holiday. I, I think they're different. Room, they're different rally. kinds of people, right? Because like in in years past, be, pre pre COVID. Like I remember, there were, yeah, there's like a segment of people that will go and you know, re speak about um, Sir Arthur Lewis yeah. and Derek Walcott's poems. There's like a whole poetry kind of slam, and then there's like painting mm-hmm. stuff. Like there's a set of people who are heavily invested in that kind of art and culture. Yeah, of it's independence. the celebration of the like the people right and yeah like, w- yeah what and it means to be the other people that will go to um town on independence day and watch the parade and you know right. that kind of stuff and then there's other people as well that will just be involved in the, the independence activities um risk car portion because every mm-hmm. year there's the bike ride and yeah, then the there bikers. is events, and yeah. then all the people from St. Vincent, well, not everybody from St. Vincent, but many of the people from St. Vincent, Barbados, Dominica, come down with their vehicles, and they ride around, and you know. Apparently, so like Independence Day is a good time to lose your girl in St. Lucia. Uh, yeah, so that's like It has been the boulevard with the, um, what is, what is um bike life? Yeah, the Lucian Caribbean bike life shit, Caribbean yeah. bike life, Shout and there's going to be on the Caribbean bike lifers. There's going to be on, there's going to be the bike back. That that's what I think that's what the young kids say. Yeah, so that's like a big, <laughs> that's like a big part of independence for people is you know r- being on a bike and riding around the island and you know seeing races, and then still another set of people just want to have a holiday, eat good food drink rum and you know be merry like like christmas day so mm-hmm. yeah but the fellas couldn't drink rum <laughs> i'm they sure couldn't buy rum i'm <laughs> sure of course I'm they were drinking rum let's be serious yeah i'm sure they were being if you know any lucian in your life you know that from june all day they already had six okay. bottles on stock when christmas came they were down about three so they, they sold free stock. They buy they six more. That back. Okay. They at nine. They are nine. Right? So that month and uh, a half of... That. No, no. Uh, Danny, they buy six. They are nine. The partner come and bring two for them. Exactly. They had a... They knock yes. free over Christmas and New Year's. They had a New Year's soiree. People brought a bringer, okay. a bringer bottle. So and now they, they leave have bottles behind. They are 15. Yeah. So now between then and now, they still back down to six. Yeah, <laughs> and they replenish. So they, they they, <laughs> okay, now you know. Um, not to jump off the independence topic. Well, I, I'll save. I'll save it for after we finish the independence topic because we brought up something that I wanted to talk about. 
one of the things I want to talk about, but go on with the independence topic. Uh, yeah, yeah, so um oh. I mean, you know, it's it's nice to celebrate, you know, your your country progressing in age and you know artistry and ability, but it's also tough to see that you, you, progressing you, in other could, places. you could be so much further. further. Yeah. 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 Like and I was talking potential. to exactly. I was talking to someone. Um yeah, I was talking to tennis coach coach session um over the week and i was he, he shared the same sentiments that i did like there was a point there was a point like we were about to level up and like just jump a set of stairs and like it feels like we just never did that like we just took the next small step and then we just hit the plateau and we just been riding that plateau with some humps here well, and there with like a slight hill because like i remember like like because we was talking about sportsmen yeah? but i remember like when sports was like a huge thing here specifically tennis and track oh, and yeah. field and i know it's like covid but like and maybe i'm just not in the loop as much as i used to be but he was like telling me like like a lot of things like they just never progress beyond that point that we well, were at where we were good and like a lot of the time we have amazing and brilliant people doing things mm-hmm. and then when they go things just when they go when they're pushed out things just fall apart at the seams well hold on eh? no, and not to cut you off but you say like we hit a plateau i feel like they try to take the step the huge step and they stumbled and fell back and regress to be honest because if we're talking about sports right and i can use tennis as a perfect example because i played tennis in st lucia i grew up playing tennis in st lucia it got to a point where they made tennis basically inaccessible for people to play yes kind of we when they did that, that not even when they d- very much when they did that thing of getting rid of racket club well and don't get me wrong racket club is already a, a, a pretty a hard place to get into because they had all the members fees and whatnot but when they got rid of it and then they moved to that Boshiju area kind of thing all they did was move that little boys club they had up there that was making it hard for people to get in to play tennis because you know you have your members fees and whatnot and move it over there make it even harder for people to get into and whatnot yeah. the only courts that, that the only place i know of where they welcome in any and everybody is session in the gardens yeah. And and now I hear, from what I know, if you playing in the gardens, the people above you want to look down on you and almost even want to let you participate in the tournaments and whatnot, if they have tournaments, because they have the whole riff with Sushon, because Sushon not following their rules and he want to do things radical and whatnot. But it's not that he want to do things radical, he just trying and, you know, make tennis accessible to everybody and, you know, give everybody a chance, because we had some really good tennis players. And and I think that's like a common theme, especially here on island. It's like there's something that is like it's okay right now. Okay, just needs some tweaks and improvements here and there to make it better. But whoever gets to make those tweaks and improvements, they try and jump so far ahead or try and do something so much in their own favor that it just it just ends up not benefiting anybody, anybody. in the process. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, or sometimes they half ass it. They don't exactly. even do it properly, and now you 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 falling back. Mm-hmm. Exactly, like like nothing against what they did at Beausejou, but you mean to tell me like there how many courts there six or or eight? 
quads there. How many quads are there anywhere else in the island? Like, yeah. like you know, like bro, like hundred percent everything. Hundred percent before two quads in Chazelle, two quads in like Souffre. Like you know, like come on. Hundred percent everything against the thing in Bosijou. I'm going to be honest with y'all, because I played all those quads and those are shitty ass quads. The people didn't even try to do something proper and build the proper materials and turf and that that's, kind of stuff. That's the other thing. Because you, you're giving yeah. somebody a hundred million to do something, they're going to try and do it in one million and keep the other 99 million for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they, they should have been... St. Lucia should have been littered with tennis courts all over. Every yeah. community should have had like two courts on it. Exactly. For people to play on. Exactly. When they talk about multi-purpose center in every community, that's what you should have. You should have two yeah. courts... A basketball court, a volleyball, a futsal, volleyball, right? Tennis, you know, even the little thing that women used to play. What's it called? Um, netball. Netball. Yes. Why you have to say it like that? The little thing women used to play. <laughs> because it's actually know. harder than basketball. No, because there's no backboard. Rephrase. Yes. Rephrase. There's no backboard. Yes. The the more technical and more difficult aspect of basketball, specifically made for the high achieving women in our society. Exactly. <laughs> known as I, netball. I like the recovery. I love the recovery. <laughs> this is why we here. Please, netball fans, are, you know, take don't my attack him. Humble, yeah. humble apology. I apologize. <laughs> I, I was just thinking that the, the rim size was smaller, but that in fact makes it more difficult and there was no backboard as well. So yeah, yeah netball, more difficult sport. If you don't know, now you know. But, <laughs> we have a but cricket yeah. stadium, no cricket game well, played on it. I mean, y'all kind of went off there, but I mean, it is something that um, Adani brought up wanting to talk about, to talk about sports, right? Not only, I guess, from like what we did at school, but I guess the no, no, development no. and that kind Everything. of Everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if we have to... Damn, that's not what I wanted to talk about, but sure, yeah, let's go. <laughs> well, yeah, you all went there. But we were having it. a passionate conversation about our island yeah, and independence yeah. and everything, but... Because... But, I had um, put forward the idea of the reminiscing our high school days and that got me right. thinking over the last week after independence. Like sporting is almost worse now than when yeah. I was, was in there. when we were into sports. Yeah. Right? Like COVID notwithstanding, like it's tough to get a Pre COVID was bad. Yeah. Yeah, pre COVID it was bad. Tennis, like is <laughs> is nothing compares to what they had at racket club right now that what they have there right yeah. swimming there was a swimming well, okay you see that one that one is a, another thing so, so, so. <laughs> because i think if you go way back right if you go way back right to when we were kids right mm -hmm. i think even i swam and i swam competitively and i feel like the number of people oh boy go shark that were in <laughs> the number of people that were in swimming right like it was just so much and grew and grew and grew over the years and even like those oecs swim meets you know had some badass swimmers you know oh, yeah right and there was only so far that those people could go right well, the, the, those okay. that were really good, you know, were maybe fortunate enough to make it to college. A couple made it to the Olympics, but that was like essentially. So, it, right? so here's my thing. Eh? I am of the opinion for sports in the in the Caribbean and not in Lucia only. We need to start 
how should I put grooming the talent from a young age? And when I say grooming the talent from a young age, I'm talking like the in, um infant school yeah. kind of thing, like like yeah. six, like seven, eight, nine from that age. You need mm-hmm. to start grooming the talent because let me let me show you why I say that. Eh? I played, I played Division Two tennis, right? And I can tell you for a fact that. I feel like when I moved from playing tennis in the Caribbean to coming over here and playing tennis in the US, while yes, I won and I was pre- I, 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 I won matches and you know I, I could have compete and I was competitive, it was much harder for me because those people, they had been groomed they they from high school from middle school their school have programs that have them you playing tennis okay well the coach coaching you and they 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 they're doing all these kind um, of things and so for us baked into the academic exactly it being separate so for us right? when we try to transfer over to the international stage we are already on the back foot already because we're dealing with people who it has been they have gone through much more rigorous i i don't want to say rigorous because it's not that our training and stuff is not rigorous is that theirs was a longer period it has yeah. been over a longer lifespan so they, a longer so, time of their life so a 12 year old you know caribbean person versus a 12 year old like it can be it's, it's nice i can use tennis as an example because that's the sport i know mm-hmm. a 12 year old from the caribbean versus a 12 year old in the u.s that go through proper like actual training you know tense academies and that kind of things if you look at them yeah. unless the 12 year old in the caribbean is some natural talent and they have some good coach that behind them and notice that yeah night and day difference but, i mean i think you even see it in just how the schools up here are built right the schools up here are built with the facilities and courts and like all of those things like right there and even in a lot of schools it's a requirement for you, you to know, be in a sport in a, in a sport yeah right? um even those um like i believe it's football but just you know the people here who are in soccer right those <laughs> kids that are in that right they're not only doing it in school from the time they, you know, four or five, whatever. Dovin you soccer. They're doing leagues. They I was about to say, use the girls like played volleyball, right? Yeah. I have my friend, Matt, his sister. When Kelly was younger, Kelly not only played her school in her, on a school's volleyball team, volleyball she played club volleyball. Right. And that was every weekend. She was at a different volleyball tournament somewhere. Yeah. So not only do they have clubs, and they, they have multiple tournaments. So you, yeah, you not the, only get in yeah. practice experience, like, you know, you run in drills, but you get an actual competition match experience. Mm-hmm. It's things a... like that. I had a tweet earlier in the week where I said uh, we needed to invest more in our sporting programs. And imagine if every, you know, Islander had the option of competing in a sport and learning a sport from the time they were four or five years old, mm-hmm. right? How far we would have been now. Bro, right? I'm going to be honest. When I Go ahead. Yeah. Running, even when I started running track, I found like there were just not that many sports meets. Like it was once mm-hmm. a year. Yeah, you're right. You once a year, you would run for your school. And then once a year, you would run intersect for your school. And if you right. weren't in a club, 
then you and you would get if you were in a club you'd get maybe two or three more sports meets for the year okay so that's a total of five max right if you're not in a club you're getting two sports meets max in a year so how can you run five meets for the year and expect to compete and go to the Olympics and like you know, like it just doesn't like we want a gold medal in the Olympics. We want our people to shine on an international stage, but we're not giving them the opportunity. Like if you don't have um Carifta or whatever, yeah, like you, you literally don't get any training or any practice. Really take an interest in you e- exactly, and your parents and exactly. whoever really push you and, and but we, instead of we, we have this mentality where instead of making superstar athletes, we're waiting for somebody to break breakthrough and then we invest in money in that one person. Nah, you have to invest early in the game. Like exactly. honestly, we could have had you see in swimming. We could have had gold medals already. When you mean tell me they have little boys, fellas swimming around the island, all kind of thing. Like, exactly. yeah. imagine if you take them fellas and you give them, yeah. Imagine you take them fellas and you give them proper training in a pool. What them fellas will be able to accomplish? Exactly. And but you cannot do that if no, everybody else cannot access it. And right now, the only people that can access tennis and swimming are people that live within the Grizzly area. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, there's some in the south, but it's not, isn't there? Is it still? Is there still in the south? What tennis? Yeah, yeah. I know they have um, they have two tennis courts, and I know they have but like. It, little... It's not. It's still not the level and yeah. accessibility it should be. So I mean, just to kind of wheel it back, right? Um, things have improved, right? Like I don't want us to just bash and bash and whatever, but as we were kind of saying from the beginning of our conversation, even around independence, right? Like, yes, things have come away, but there's still so much more, right, that could be done. And in terms of, like, people paving the way and things happening, scholarships, right? Before, there were people who would just, like, literally have secondary school and that's it, right? You're seeing more and more athletes being able to get those scholarships to go to college, but at the same thing, you know, as Willem is saying, it's a disadvantageous thing, you know, so late coming in. We do have more scouts and stuff coming in, looking for people, you know, yeah. hold on. across different Hold sports. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, not to cut you no, off. No, I'm just saying to highlight. Yes, some I'm of not. The I'm yes, that have but happened, but right? I I cannot just I can't because the scouts and things coming in is not because the government helping. It's because more than likely those children, their parents or somebody has emailed some video or reached out to some scout in some way or another to get them to come and look at those children. Well, but also that's the thing. More and more Caribbean people going out, the scouts have recognized their talents, you know, in these countries, right? Like, so it's from multiple areas, right? <laughs> when the also... when the scouts come down, right? Mm-hmm. If you haven't had that level of experience and training, then <laughs> we just then you perform it exactly, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's 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 the thing here. I know, we, like you said, we're not trying to bash, but yeah, all yeah, we're doing is trying to give constructive criticisms to try and see how, what it is that needs to be worked on, mm-hmm. and a big part of what that needs to be worked on is support from government. It's not only because a lot of, if a child is talented in a sport, unless this child's parents have money to 
buy them the equipment they need and to be able to pay to take them to 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 um competitions other places in the world in the caribbean and whatnot they start playing whatever minimal amount of competitions they are for that spot in their in their island and furthermore they don't get exposed to new people and 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 yeah get... but i i'm going to say yes i do agree there needs to be more government support but just to highlight the things that are happening there are organizations yes. that have cropped up as well right like there's this organization the free kick foundation that has been um promoting um you know, preparing young kids to succeed in sports and in life, right? So recruiting and, you know, doing programs in different islands for football, right? Both for boys and girls, right? And that's another thing within the sporting as well, right? That we've seen progress, but it could be better on the, like, equal, you know, resources for both genders for certain sports, right? Yes. Yeah. But I think... I, I think the the issue is so complex that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we need a 20 to 30 year development plan Bruh, to to fix been needing this, that, eh? this problem. Now, I will say... And, and that, that's not just for the sports alone. So, that's for yeah, everything. I, I will say that this current um, government is upgrading a lot of the community Facilities. Courts. Yes, yeah. whether it will be up to par with what we need or not, I don't know, but the putting in that money to upgrade multi-purpose courts and stuff in a lot of the communities. So after that, let's say we mm -hmm. have each community has at least a volleyball, um, football, basketball, tennis court, then we need to start working on the programs because if you have the court and there's nobody to use it, then what's the point? So you have to start working on the after-school programs so that schools in the area can actually make use of those new facilities because... Let's mm-hmm. just so so number one accessibility right access yes. to facilities as well as number two access to programs right and the actual like existence of programs right yes uh-huh. so what else you want um after that right you need the programs to be consistent throughout their mm-hmm. school life so from five until past eleven right you need some kind of program there. Because after after college, I can't tell you how disappointing A level sports were. Like it was, mm. like going I, to a, a community. Exist, <laughs> there was something. There, there was, was a sports something. coordinator. There was a gym. Um, they had a, a yearly sports meet. But um, yeah, to to say it was like honestly, secondary school sports more organized than than the e-level sports to be very very honest right on every single level <laughs> like so it was really disappointing to go to this community college slash you know higher level tertiary level educational institution and then sports is like not even a, a factor anymore like it's just like yeah just grades just do your do your dtms do your e-level and go about your business and and i think that's why they lose a lot of people because when you make that jump from having a great five years at whatever secondary school you went to or being, you know, fast and whatever or being in sports. And then you come there and it's such a non-factor. Like, people just start to die off slowly. Like, so many guys and girls from our year just like, mm, yeah, sports not that important. Well, the girls the especially, other... the girls especially, they just like, yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> but... So, w- you... Okay, go ahead, Anshu. 
well, one of the things I was going to bring up, Edwin, and if your ahead, point is, is um, better timing, is that we're talking about sports as if like a pathway, like for kids and, you know, whatever for a future and that kind of thing, right? But also, as you mentioned, Danny, like as I guess, quote unquote, young adults, you know, you went into. Um, community college and you just kind of lost your relationship to sports right like even for adults there isn't as much like sports and pickup stuff you know e- to, exactly. to be involved in just for fun right like exactly i know yeah. there were always the the guys or the old boys you know from smc or whatever you know playing basketball and whatnot and that has developed more for sure with like private groups, you know, coming together and starting a federation and whatnot. We need more of those things, right? Netball is another one that is here and there, you know, but I think seeing adults and seeing parents and people like that involved in sports and it's just a way to kind of keep people active, right? For fun, like, when we came up here, Vernon jumped into a, a tennis league and was played, you know, tennis with some old men. <laughs> but, you know, he had the option to do something like that, right? And they even apps, apps up here, what's it? Play your court or Meet whatever. Up. Yeah, Meet to up. just yeah. find people in your skill level to just play, right? And, and yeah. you don't see enough of that, right? And that comes with accessibility, you mm-hmm, know. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think a lot of the time these groups die in St. Lucia because the accessibility is lacking. The court falls into disarray. Um, I remember a f- couple years ago when they were doing stuff on the football field, like nobody could use the football field during it. And then after it, the football field was only reserved for special occasions. Mm. <laughs> you know, don't walk on the grass kind of thing. Wow. So... You know, it's it's not like when you go over now. I understand overseas have a lot more resources, but I mm-hmm. swear, like I could walk a block and there'd be a park with a, some kind of field there and people mm-hmm. playing sports every afternoon to the mm-hmm. point where I was able to just go a couple of days, get in on it. Um, in Florida, one of the guys I went to school with in SMC, he had a whole team. Somehow I managed to just join a football team just out of the blue for club right. football, not even knowing that, thinking I'll just being in a pickup game and I've been a goal a goalie for a whole club for a couple of months before I left Florida. And I self was like, What? Like this is so easy. Like like back home, like to join a club, like I mm-hmm. like I wouldn't even know how to start. Like right. you know. So I think when you start with five years old, like you put in that mentality in your your populace that you know sports are important like even like the way jamaicans especially like mm-hmm. treat athletics and football okay. it's like like when they have to watch premier league their sports on the same level you know like they, mm-hmm. they're giving that their local teams the same level of attention as they would premier league and la liga and and um, global athletics like to see their stadiums filled with people participating in sports, like it's just really, really something that I wish we could foster here. But it's like it's like a mindset, you know, because there's some things people will give attention to, like black hat football over the mm-hmm. years, like they got a following. I remember when Coke was in its heyday, like the finals of Coke would be ram at, at, at Club St. Lucia, like, you know, and then the swimming tournaments mm-hmm. and intersect, like, you know, but it's not like a 
like a island wide kind of thing where like a sporting mm-hmm. event happening there we're going to be there and, like a, and you know? things are televised and yeah exactly that, right? exactly like, like it's only televised if there's some mass sponsor mm-hmm. or it's some mass crowd event right like they should have you know better sponsorships and these kinds of things right yes but if people are not interested then how can you convince the sponsor that is good for them to put their brand there Mm -hmm. for an event that people are not really interested in so sponsors will sponsor the the mass crowd events where they think the most people are but Mm -hmm. if you're talking a local football league then you know sponsors are like well you know they only have like about 15 people in the stands what's the benefit for me Right, right like you know so I mean, I, sponsors shouldn't be that way, but, you know, that's the reality of business and, and the corporate environment. But um, I think when you, start, when you start training people from five years old, even though it's not everybody, then you start building up that hype. Because everybody's not going to be in sports, but there's, like, sports... Yeah, not everybody goes to take to it, eh? but what, what we say but is just give everybody energy. the opportunity exactly. to, to do it. And, you know, it, so exactly. maybe you start, you, 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 you introduce them to sports at, at five, and maybe eight, nine, they decide, yeah, that for me is I want to be a musician. It's music I'm going into. Then so be it. But it's better to have the opportunity and people decide, well, you know something else for me than people have the talent and they never get the opportunity to explore that talent. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think we're not giving enough solutions the the option to explore that talent, the option to get into sports, get into that sports life and see how you like it. Even though you drop off after secondary school or A-level, you know, like, can you imagine the just the percentage increase in athletes you would have? You'd have so many more pickup games. You'd have so many more adult activities mm-hmm. in terms of volleyball, netball, sports, cricketing. And then you just have so many more things for people to do. Like, you know, so, like, like you wouldn't be just going home after work. You wouldn't be just going to Pigeon Point to drink rum on a weekend. <laughs> like, we always talk about yeah. this alcoholism, um, alcoholic mm-hmm. problem that, you know, affects us in the smaller islands right and then but like what are we doing to fix it Why that's one of the things i wanted to like talk that? about you know you know like because they don't have much else to do like give yeah. people things to do yeah. <laughs> my mother posted some videos in our family group of people talking like as you know they're allowed to buy alcohol in st lucia and the way that people were talking i was like yo like what the hell is going on in st lucia like People, the, again, people were like itching their skin outside the room shops just waiting for room. Oh, to give context, to give context, um, what were the dates, Sarani, that they shut it down? Um, I believe they shut it down soon after um, New Year's, so like the yeah, first so or second January. week in January, yeah. and, yes. and they unlocked it um, February 25th. So yeah, it's been so about six weeks. Yeah, for six weeks, the There's sale, been a ban on alcohol. Yeah, the sale of alcohol and bars. Yeah. Just sale of alcohol. Yeah, sale been, of alcohol everywhere, yeah. Except yeah. hotels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so people um, were losing their minds. That in St. Lucia and under the guise of like, or with the quote-unquote intention of um, stopping the spread of COVID or whatever uh not saying that it doesn't work i need to see the evidence but um i guess that's their way of controlling the people to say maybe they will not socialize as much if there isn't alcohol or whatever but then i guess it's bringing to the attention how much alcohol does really 
run the country, right? Well, it really runs the country. But um, Un- unfortunately, we invest in more into bars and, and, and rum shops than sporting and other. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's why women can still talk about the alcohol stuff and alcoholism because with the sporting thing, that's talking about like healthy lifestyles, progressive yeah, things, was, yeah. positive things for, for people to do, right? Well, because if you know if you know you're in a club and you're going and competing and that kind of thing, you ever want to be in a rum shop drinking too much rum to have yourself out of shape and you know, well, King, you're, you ought to be at your tip top. How are you going to pull up on the field, even, you know, sloppy and the next you, the, the fellas, the next side, the fellas in shape them and running circles around you by the time you run halfway up the field you you burn you breathing hard all kind of thing all because you were in the room shop two nights ago a night ago drinking and thing like that but even more so you know to to that point um is that think about what we spoke about earlier at the community college like post-secondary school level right it's then that you really start drinking a lot right would you all not say yeah right after a level during or after a level right and Um, that's that's also the time where you lose well that's when you have access you drive in you're out and about you with your friends whatever um but there's not and that's the cool quote-unquote cool thing to do and you don't have things like sports and other activities to do so of course you're going to you know buy a bottle of rum and go by the beach and and drink and it, that's what starts the behavior, like yeah. from that age, and then you go in by KFC, and then you go in. You no, know? I'm not saying when you in sports, you're not going to do these things. You will do those things, but I'm but, saying it's having the option for other no, recreational. But even stuff. if even if you do those things, you have the sports, and you go and you partake in sports and whatnot. That's like I go and I drink rum, but the next day I go to the gym and work out. Mm-hmm. You know, you you still keeping yourself active. You know, you still you know you you trying and. Yeah, keep your, I, your, I think, yourself. I think it's a dependency we have on it. Like, that's you know, the problem. Like, it's a dependency like, on the if alcohol. If you don't have one today, like you, like you, you stress out. You be right upset there. at the world. Like you know, nothing's going right. Like, like you know, it's almost like we took after work culture and made it solely about um alcohol. But like, hold on, like Adani. once you leave work, it's like to drink. But right? to add on to yeah. what you say, Nadani, yeah, because you see exactly what you said there. I remember having that conversation with my father sometime last week. And my father was saying, you have to understand for some of these people, it's not necessarily going and drink the rum, you know. It's because they're That's avoiding the something at home. A lot of times these people are avoiding, they're stressed out. You know, I can't pay the bills and they're avoiding the conflict with whoever at home that they want to, they don't want to um go and deal with. But if you have all these little sporting clubs and you know after work, boy, you saying, yeah, boy, we go in and play football with them fellas over there and that kind of thing. That's an alternative to you going and drink. Mm-hmm. You, Yeah, you will go home. you still avoiding home. Well, and you know, you release some stress on the field. Outlet. You well, release the stress on the field. Have, they may still have a couple bears with the, you know, boys and whatever after, but it would have still been a mix of doing something, you know, positive. You release the stress after. on the field. You go on the field, you'll kick a ball around, you know, yeah. you slide tackle a couple fellas. You're, you're it's also your that rent. sense of community building as well, right? Yes. Like yes. You you're, you're laugh, you'll catch your kicks, a fella, miss an easy goal, you'll laugh every, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That social think, aspect more than mm-hmm. just, you know, being 
around I, alcohol. <laughs> I think I also felt conflicted times that we've gone back home in the last few years um, when it came to alcohol because when we're up, you, you know, here home in Texas, we don't really drink that much. But it's like when you back in St. Lucia, it's like almost every... It's part of the culture. Yeah, it's, you know, like even, you know, we have to come... You not have to. You know, we end up coming and meeting you guys at the the beach just to hang out. There's always, you know, alcohol in a cooler in somebody's truck. You know, you know something wow. like. Wow! Just, just I, my name. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Adani, Adani. Oh I want shoes. to, I want to let it be known that I have no issue with that. All right, no, I on I vacation. That's what I come to do on vacation. No, I okay. just pull it a leg. No, I don't have a problem, but it's just like when you go from maybe drinking one day a week or you you know, maybe like a couple glasses of wine here and there to then like you go home and it's like, oh, we drink in here, we drink in here, we drink everything. But you don't have to drink yeah. there. Self control, you don't have to drink I, there. I have, because I'm, because I'm, literally you can go and we're going to say, guys, I just drink in water. I having That's why I juice. felt conflicted and like I had to grow up in the last couple of trips because I was like, this isn't like 100% aligned with like, yeah, you know, it felt a little sad inside, but like. No, no, no. Well, um, on this topic, part of the thing we have to get used to and and. And stop doing, stop trying and like make, make people, people feel drink. bad or shame people for not wanting to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. You, no you can't. Sh- Some don't want to drink. They don't want to drink. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't mean they're any less fun because mm-hmm. they don't want to drink. Yeah. What? Yeah. Exactly. I I think for me it's more of like a social thing. It a so, thousand percent is a social thing. So yeah. like I don't even entertain it. Like, I don't even know it exists if I'm home doing stuff by myself mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, like, it's a social thing to do if somebody comes over, then you offer them a drink. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, like, you go buy someone's stuff, you bring out a gift, most likely it's a drink, that kind of thing. But, like, it just feels very ingrained in our culture, mm-hmm. especially around Christmas and carnival time. <laughs> like, like yeah. you know. But um, I think with like sporting programs you also put in that um level of drug and and alcohol awareness in the in the programs from five years old if you're learning that you know this is not needed for you to have fun this is not needed for you to socialize then you're less likely to rely on it after you leave or or even just let them know you drinking doing too much of this and that that going pd your performance it's, you're it's going to be able about, to perform um, tip top balance all about it's a balance. balance thing yeah um but balance. okay so i have a question and maybe because i i don't know maybe you have more maybe you know more than i do adani but with regards to inter-regional sports what does that look like because i know when i was younger i remember like for tennis we would go we go we play against st vincent we play against grenada that kind of thing so does this still go on because i feel like that's another thing we should be we should be pushing for all sports that we have you know it's, you know you have a national team and the, the team going ahead there you know that kind I of think thing it, it varies in by our what sport yeah it varies by what sport and um what age because in our time frame Right in that when we were in secondary school, track was big and tennis was big. Um, nowadays I hear less about track and more about um 
swimming and and tennis and maybe some other sports like volleyball. Um, but you really like traveling for tennis? Cricket has always had, uh, but but it's not. Yeah, because there are two types, right? There's the organized regional stuff, and then there mm-hmm. are teams coming together, raising funds to go somewhere for like a period of time. So, like, I remember recently my sister and her club that she was a part of, they were able to raise money. Maybe it's not that recent. Maybe it's like five years now or four years now. But they raised money to go to Martinique, right? And then they, they, they had a French tour to go over there and gain experience by playing with um, people in the French islands, whatever. And then the tennis club was doing something similar where they had to go to Trinidad and some other countries. So but so that's again, not a national tennis it's team. Not, it's, it's not really national. It's like okay. a... It's, a club vibe, like a, a private club kind yeah, of thing. private club yeah. vibe, right? And yeah. with that comes a lot of exclusion because yeah. it's basically who can pay to go versus who actually deserves yeah. to go. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, we need, like, national clubs. So all and the athletes in, the, in whatever sport it is... But they, they're underutilized. They're under-sponsored. Yes. Under-funded. The people yeah. in there are probably the same people that trained us growing up and now they want to retire, but there's nobody willing to take up the torch. Like, people like Twatini, like, that's people that train me track and he's still training track like you know yeah. like like all these people were people who trained me in and he, he, 100 he, and 200 does he still look the same or yeah still looks the same man still exercising still playing keep it up like i remember you would be playing keep it up on the field wherever there's um stuff going on i mean i used field. to dread when he and, just pe and like <laughs> like so like he's still there so like that's what i was saying earlier in that we have a personnel problem we don't have any continuity of um good people so one day one day our amazing track coaches decide to retire who picks up the mantle Mm -hmm. um the people that were in charge of tennis before now they left who Mm -hmm. who picked up the mantle now it's like a a a club kind of activity of who's who right the same thing for everything that we do is like who's who right or they, they push the people out and they figure I can do a better job and then they drop the ball and then they don't want to admit they need help. So the thing stays in the same lack of dis- like lack of involvement and, and organization that has been in for years. And it's just it's just a continual that that's what that's what upsets me because nothing seems to improve. It just we just make lateral moves. Right? We're just moving left to right. Nobody's actually going forward by a lot. And if we do go forward guaranteed that's because one or two people came together because they were tired to do something and then now that they've left or they've been forced out it goes right back to where it was because you know there's no continuity okay so um <laughs> no, no, no 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 um yes it's, it's you made some damn good points there in my opinion like that, that's why i think if we get the year plan from the ministry of education and sports and youth development for like a 40 year plan then you have a framework yeah, in place for what things should aspire to what things should be but right now it's just so free and open that you know there's no fellas just doing what they want yeah, no anything like once yeah. in a while somebody will follow international standards for something that they do but for the most part like there's no local standard well, of uh, you say standards there and i think of american high schools where when you're in high school 
part of the thing is they have a big like exam for you a physical thing where you have to run a certain distance and climb and do all kind of thing uh, and it's like you have to complete that for you to pass and that kind of thing we have nothing like we have no sta- we have nothing like that no standards like that. and then fit in place all now so we should have a local was in um high school up here you'd have to run a mile until you're up here yeah you see i was like runner what how many laps excuse me all now so we should have like a a database of government like of like athletics and and in training in schools and you know same way i'm sure there's a database of cxc results there should be like some kind of measure of you know and you can't be like wow that person really promising you know but they dropped out I wonder why you go, you find out the person living in somewhere in, in Miku, the house have holes in the roof and they carry train as much because all the um, sporting uniforms getting wet and you have to come home early and put true, buckets under true. the holes in the or, roof. Or, yeah, you, you know, know like, they, they, they do, they do have made to buy them new, um, new football shoes. Yeah, and they're shipped to wear the old ones. You know, there's so many stories like that in, in like the okay. community. And it's like, like, you know, at what point do we start saying like, you know, like, like yeah, we put thirty to a hundred million dollars in our road, but like, how has that really helped the greater populace do better? Like you know, like you know, we put a hundred million dollars in in this um one stadium somewhere, but like, has that actually be- helped our sports program? Like you know, like like at what point do people at the top sit down and like, wow, boy, like that's so we need to rethink that, you know, like. Like, we spend all that money, then you have nothing to show for it, huh? Other than a few clips on, on news and in the national archives that somebody went in, hacked, and deleted all. Um, <laughs> like, you know, like, like oh, at what point what? do you... Yeah. What? Um, sometime last year, somebody went into, I think it was GIS, Government Information Services. I think they, they said it was a enraged employee, former employee, and deleted, I think, a few terabytes worth of data, videos, pictures stuff like that um nobody has yet said what exactly was in that terabyte but it's gis so i assume it was a lot of government recordings and files and documents and stuff of that nature they and they destroyed some computers and whatever okay i think it was 20 terabytes of data that they erased or or destroyed uh yeah um i i there was a big rant uh i did on cyber and local security on that but i let's not uh, do, i'm not going down that path <laughs> right. um, but, um I, I think i may have saw you did something on twitter and i i may have liked something but you see when it comes to the topics of cyber security and security on twitter for the caribbean i tend to stay out of that conversation because they have a lot of know-it-alls who don't know it all that like to come and argue with me and you know my stance on that. Like, unless you went and you studied it or you 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 in it every day like me, like, don't come and talk to me about it. Yeah. So yep. I tend to stay away from that. But you see what you're saying, Adani, about a 30-year plan? Let me tell you something. Eh? I, boy, agree is like an understatement as to how I feel about that. Eh? Because I think we need to be our investments for our island and all islands for the next 30 40 years should no longer be about infrastructure it should be on people i think our people should be the great out the thing we invest in and it's only when it's only when it benefits our people then you start worrying about infrastructure unless the infrastructure helping the people it's needed 
You need to, well, you need to focus you on the people. You cannot build the infrastructure without a plan for the people. Yeah, I you need to focus on the people. I agree and disagree. I agree, but I, I think once you level the playing field, not level, but you make sure that there's, because there's 17 constituencies, there are multiple yeah, districts. So each, each place, each community should at least have access to a grass playing field and a concrete uh, court. True, true. Right? Basics. Even though you don't have a swimming pool or something, because mm-hmm. swimming pools are large infrastructural investment. And maintenance. Yeah, but you can have a concrete court and a large grass field, and you've covered 90% of the sports people can play in Saint Lucia. Because yeah. on the concrete court, you can do tennis, volleyball, netball, basketball, um, futsal. Mm-hmm. On the field, you're doing football, cricket, and boom. Like, you know, like you've, you've covered 90% of the sports. You sport can even field. do some track and field stuff on the field. Yeah, exactly. You can exactly. do 100 meters, you can do short put, uh, um, exactly. all kind of thing. So, yeah. Soufre, Chosel, Labry, Viewfort, Miku, Denry, um, Bexo, Kalisa, Castries, um, Ancillary Canneries, Grusily, and Babono. You make sure each of these communities have one facility, at least, that is up to snuff. Like, there are many playing fields everywhere, but you make sure at least you have one proper facility that's up to snuff. Then you can stop investing in infrastructure. And alongside that, while you're building those things, you're actually planning your curriculum for people's 4 to 30 Right, because I'm sure you put a program there for adults after school to learn something in terms of volleyball. Like you train volleyball for the first year, and then after that you start having volleyball leagues. You train cricket for the first year. I am sure, hundred percent guaranteed, you will have people that fell off the bandwagon in sports because you know it was so elitist in um primary and secondary school and like then well i'll give it a try now since it's just a bunch of us having fun for a club like you know i'll try it or you get some of the old ones economic opportunity even for like gay and stuff so that's the next thing i was going to um bring up what does duties and stuff look Uh, like for on importing gear and these things i cannot remember it was when i was buying tennis i think it's in 40 percent yeah but it should be it should really be like more like one to six. <laughs> yeah, it should be it should be less than ten percent. Now right? I and, will and, say I will say there is I think something you can do to get it duty free, but you have to sell two kidneys, a liver, and you have to go to class. all twenty one government buildings within the space <laughs> of six days during the hours of seven AM to nine AM only. And then you must knock on the door three times and then click your heels to get that done. But and then while wearing your clothes, while wearing your clothes inside out. After that, you're still not guaranteed. You still have to go and kiss a customs agent ass. Yeah. So (laughs) no, no, but but here's the thing, because you know, lowering that duty, you allow people to bring in the gear and equipment necessary that they need to play. But also you give somebody a chance to decide, you I go open a store that's selling all them things. So people don't have to about boy, I have to go online and, and buy it. They can just go to a store. I then you tennis racket, go to a store, and then you can back go to a store. I need some football, you know? Things like that. Like bicycle repair shops, whatever tennis racket stringing, whatever you, you know? know, like all these little side skills, you know, related to these things. Yeah. Ah well, guys, you know. We just out yeah. here dreaming. Yeah, I, I hope <laughs> I hope that in the future it will get to where it needs to be. Um 
I like sports, but I'm not a professional in sports. Like I can, mm-hmm. I can do this stuff for IT and computers and you know but, that kind of stuff. My sporting days are done. Yeah, <laughs> for right. sports, I'm not. I'm not the professional. There are other people in that field that are way more professional than I am and know yeah. the ins and outs and in it right now. So exactly. I, I hope. I hope either now or in the future, somebody can take charge and i mean well, I'll, i i might even take the time and jot something on people and talk to somebody i know that's in there and see you know how possible well here's the is. thing adani some of them probably in there fighting but they're just not getting the support that they need yeah that's the thing Very so I, I i don't want to believe i do not want to believe nobody's out there fighting to try and make to improve there, there are people first there are people, there are people. But i think i think reason, what it is they need to we need to hope supported. yeah what we need to hope is that in the future they get the support that they need that's so, what we need for them I have noticed that we live in a very vindictive society. So there are a lot of instances where people will be held up just because of one incident that something happened. Yeah. That people, whoever is in charge now will not make that happen. And a lot of times you hear, oh, mate. Oh, huh. Yeah. Yeah no support for you <laughs> like you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. like there's one person like just gatekeeping all the time like you know or somewhere like you know because they don't like you or they thought you were too big back in the day or whatever it may be blah 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 blah, blah. your party not theirs etc etc yada yada you know like the and, usual and like it's like i want to progress this country right whether you against me or not if you want to do the same whether thing whether you like me together. or not yeah yeah because together. we don't have yeah, we should be able to put aside our differences and do what needs to be done to better the country yeah. and or not. Our corporate and government work structure is like, you know, like if I don't like you, like I'm not doing a good job. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I am like deliberately holding work, up the process. How does any work get done at that point? Like, you know, boy, I, the boss real nice, you know, I like the boss. I go work hard today. Yeah. Woo. Uh, uh, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even like if they like the boss, they're still not working hard. It's almost like we're back in slavery. Like, oh boy, the master, master gonna beat me today if I don't get this work done. Well, I'll take the lashes. Like, you know, like, come, we can work. Like, you know, we can work without, like, an incentive. Like, you know, like, you get paid? Okay, work. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, you, you you get paid to forward sports? Okay, that person wants to forward sports, let them forward sports. Like, you know, I don't I don't understand the, the, the rocket science. There's so many things we need. It, it, it just it just can't be covered in a in one podcast, honestly. Like, like honestly, I mean, left up to me, like I would just wipe everyone's memory and just like we starting from the basics. Like, not not the memory of how they do things, uh, but you know, remember SpongeBob where he f- forgot everything except fine dining. Bro, like <laughs> I would wipe out. You know, no, no, no. I would wipe out this whole party system thing and start fresh. Yeah, it would be like it'd be no like none of these parties ever existed. No grudges. They just come together and put our skills together and resources and make this shit happen. Like yeah, it's, I I would love for that to happen. Like the only time that happens is like after some dire, um, natural disaster or something of the sort. Then everybody wants to work together for like the three months following, and then after that is where put you. Um, that's see for yourself. See for you, cover your yeah. Anyway, <laughs> CYA. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. So interesting topic. Not quite where I wanted to go with this episode, but I'm happy. Where, where are nah, we? No, 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 I I save it for next week. Then, okay. Adani, it's related to that tweet you sent me. 
which the, the bullshit. Yes, the one is the one I, I I took the screenshots of. Oh, the, the energy, the energy. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you something. I I I got heated. I go to be honest with you, and I have things to say about that. Eh? Because in 2021, we have to change. Let me say things have to change. We we have to change. We have to change. But I will leave that for next episode. Next um, time on yeah. Jam- next time Jam- on Caribbean millennials, you know. Um, Next but time, Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but guys, it's been another episode. It's been great talking to you guys. You know, as usual. Yeah. Please, yeah. please let us know how sporting systems are in your country. Right? Yes. No. No. Uh, yeah. I. I am genuinely interested in what it's like in other countries. Eh? In the Caribbean, like I know in Jamaica, sports is a big thing for them people. Like the way them people list, boy. So, but I, I want to know if it's like that other places and if it's just us. That's just the outlier kind of thing. So please, I doubt it. I, I doubt it, but you know, please let us know, share your thoughts on what we spoke about, and you know, like, subscribe, and share the episode. It's been another episode of the Caribbean Millennials Podcast. We are out. Mm-hmm.